Welcome one and all to the Good Improv Show. It broadcasts on G Radio every Saturday at 7 and you're listening to it right now. And that's Edmonton's best local station. The conceit of today's show is we will be using some passages from different books to get the suggestions for our sketches. So why don't we start with the first book, Jordan? Why don't you break that out for us? Sure. We're going to be using the new science of personal achievement, Unlimited Power, the national bestseller by Tony Robbins, author of Money, Master the Game. Do you have to read Money before you read Absolute Unlimited Power? I would recommend it. And okay. is it Money, Master the Game, or is it Money Master the Game? I guess you could say it either way. There's no comma. Here's a quote from Tony Robbins. He says, dedicated to the greatest power within you, your power to love, and to all those who help you share its magic. Presumably he wrote the book, so the whole thing, the whole thing is, kind, is of a kind of a quote. Yeah. How many pages we got in that bad boy? We got a lot of pages here. We got uh, all the way from page three to page 426. I'm all really right. looking for a quicker path to unlimited power. All right. How about just a random page flip? Do it. Do it random. Random. Page 174. What percentage of your diet is made up of water-rich foods? If you were to make a list of all the things you've ingested in the past week, what percentage would be rich in water? Would it be 70%? I doubt it. How about 50? 25? 15? When I ask this in my seminars, I usually find that most people eat about 15-20% to 20 water content foods, and that's definitely higher than the population as a whole. Let me tell you something. 15% is suicidal. If you don't believe me, just check out the statistics for cancer and heart disease and review what kind of foods the National Academy of Sciences recommends you avoid and the amount of water content available in those foods. You may be wondering why I'm looking so lean and svelte lately. I guess, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm willing to share this secret with you because you're my friends. And I know you guys have been trying to attain a nice physique as well. What's working for me? Cut out water. You cut out water. 100%. Cut it out. Like all water? All water. But you need water at least every three days, otherwise you'll die. To live. Yeah, uh, that's to what live. the people who make money off of water would like you to believe. People make money. It comes out of the tap for free. It's, it's for free water. Oh, well, why is it in everybody's house, huh? Hmm, I wonder. This monopoly just trying to force water down our throats well water's a human right question though like so when you say cut out water totally cut it out so what are you drinking instead i find that most products that i want to consume that are liquid have water in them so i'm just off all of it off all liquids wow well you know you can get a lot of your water through your food too I, 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 i'm cutting out water did i not make that clear no water in the foods either strict diet of salts meats just, just dried meats, of course. Things that absorb water and take water away from. That's right. So I can really blast myself every day. It's like boom. You know how you, some we used to take those supplements for, like a protein powder, things like that. Oh, yeah. Now nah, yeah. it's salt. Water's gone. Just sucked away. Wow. Some right. days I wake up, my mouth is just so dry. I, I can't even. You wouldn't even be able to comprehend it unless you were doing it. So and how long have you been doing this? A couple of weeks. Holy cow. Okay. Uh, okay, well, I guess I'll rip these tickets up. What are those? Oh, those were tickets to uh, 
meet and greet at a special screening of Waterworld, but since you're on this no water kick, Smart. I don't want you to get anywhere near it. Smart, it might get me thinking of water. Next thing you know, I got a cup of water in my hand. I'm drinking it without even thinking about it. Okay, that's right. a true okay. friendship right there. Um, so no milk, no fruits, no, no fruit, I'm no veg. I'm still trying to get a hand to this. Uh... No fruit, no veg. A little bit of grains here and there, but only very dry grains. Yeah, yeah, not cooked grains. No, I'll take a cup of rice every day. Can really see your veins popping out of your skin. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor says it's due to something called renal failure, which I assume is an internal mechanism that really juices your body. You know. All right. Okay. Uh, I notice uh, also you have less teeth than before. Sure do. Are you just scurvy? I take it. Or well, saliva is kind of a form of water, so I'm keeping my mouth as dry as possible. That coupled with yeah, as you said, no fruits and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good, also, good. seems to be a very pungent smell coming from you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like noticeably, noticeably so. That's probably my, my body. I can, I can, I think, and I, I never thought I'd say this sentence, but I, I think I can smell your stomach from here. That would make sense. That would okay, make sense. That is your stomach I'm smelling. Okay, just, I just wanted to check. Well, you should be careful, my friend, because I'm looking at the forecast and there's a 60% chance of rain. You might accidentally ingest some of that. Yeah, you could be walking around and maybe you yawn and a raindrop gets in your mouth throw away all the work I've been doing. How long has it been since you've urinated? Mm, Time is kind of uh, slowing down to basically a standstill, so I don't know, I'd guess within the last four or five hundred days. I just want to say that I'm concerned. Because I'm so far ahead of you guys in my quest for fitness. Okay, let's say that. Um, How far do you think you're going to get? I'm just worried you're going to be so fit that you will, will die. Uh, that's what my doctor keeps saying too. Uh-huh. And you know, my doctor's this guy who's got kind of a, you know, a, one of those beer bellies a there. Punch, yeah. yeah, so a real investment in keeping me on liquids. Uh-huh. I got to do something about the smell. I got a little bit of aqua de geo in my bag here. Let me just. Whoa, whoa, whoa hold on, hold on, hold on. What the aqua de geo? What's that? What are we talking here? It's a cologne. It's like an f- Italian cologne. Yeah. It smells nice. It smells like watermelon. Watermelon? What's well, Okay, 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 okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can, you're going to have to put that away. Can you even just have it on you, though? Like, you don't have to ingest it. It can absorb right into my skin. My skin is actually paper thin now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We noticed. Okay, well, I'm not going to spray it on you, but I'm at least going to spray a little in the air. It's no, just... Ch- <laughs> okay, I'll just put on my... Oh, Jesus. Some nifty scuba gear you got there. Yeah, pure oxygen in this baby. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I'm just going to say none of this sounds healthy at all. Like, not even remotely. Especially not this scuba outfit. Why, if a shark sees you, they might leap right out of the sea to get a bite. They love eating divers. Well, that's, that's okay. That's okay. The suit's waterproof. Everything should be fine. I shouldn't get any water on me. Well, um, can I offer you something to eat? I've got... Uh, yeah. Do you have any rocks? I've, I, 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 there are rocks outside, yeah. I'd love to just kind of put a rock in my mouth and then remove it. Well, yeah, I'll, yeah, okay. Hold on. Uh, there we go. That's a pebble from the side of my driveway. Okay. Now, this right here is what I'm talking about. That's got a little bit of mud on it. Yeah. You trying to ruin my whole day? Like, what are we doing well, I, here? I mean, mud's mostly solid. Yeah, mostly solid. Okay. Do you, uh, do you want me to wipe the mud off? No, that's fine. You know what? I brought my own snack. Okay. Well, once you've had your snack, if you guys are free this afternoon, <laughs> I've got tickets to the new Evil Dead stage show. And Ooh, that sounds fun. It's like right in the front row, which is oh, like, the there's spl- a lot of like you know blood. Yeah, yeah, and the stuff splash and, zone. Right, yeah, in the yeah. splash yeah, zone. Yeah. yeah, they make you wear so, a garbage bag. They do. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys want to check that out, uh, I got three tickets. Evil Dead, come on.
I don't think I should. I don't want to get any blood back into me. I've been coughing up so much blood here the last couple of days. I feel like I'd really be kind of, you know, stepping backwards if I get more blood into me, right? I mean, mostly it's corn syrup. It's not real blood. Yeah, it's not real blood. So no water and corn syrup, right? Thing? I think it's just corn. Yeah. I'd have to check I'm, the I'm ingredients. I'm pretty sure it's... Uh, no, 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 don't, don't, don't check the ingredients. Don't, don't check the ingredients. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just, uh, just a syrup made of corn. Okay. Pretty sure that's all it is. Like dry corn, though, like popcorn well, they, seeds. It, it looks liquidy, but that's that's uh, that's uh, that's a trick of the mind. It's uh, a chemical. I've been having a lot of mind <laughs> trick of the mind things yeah. happening to me recently. I bet you have. I bet you have. Hey, uh, do you want to? Uh, hey, I, after the show, uh, just you know, just for fun, did you want to maybe uh, go to the hospital? You know. Just to see what they've got over there, right? You know, maybe we could all just sit in a wheelchair, uh, lie down on one of the gurneys for a bit, maybe have an IV, you know? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a spitball in here. An IV? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just, I mean, you don't have to have one if you don't want to. Okay, yeah. No, have a nap on the- water. Uh, I'm actually feeling pretty tired now that you mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, just have a nap on the, it's a relaxing place. All those fluorescent lights, people running around, it's like white noise. You up for my hospital idea? You look like you could use a nap now. You said that idea must have been like 150 hours ago, Justin. You still on that? Yeah, yeah, I am. Fine, all right. You know what? If it'll placate you, we'll go to the hospital. If that's going to yes, be such a fun time a for nice you. nice nap at the hospital. I think that would be a, a, a fun thing to do as three friends. Okay, let's read another passage. I can't wait to see how this book ends. Well, then let's take a passage towards the end of the book. 400. Page 400. That water thing was an eye-opener. Another example of how to use influence to create positive new trends is the work of a man named Amory Lovins, director of research at the Rocky Mountain Institute in Snowmass, Colorado. Lovins has been involved in alternative energy projects for several years. Today, many people believe that nuclear power is too costly, too ineffective, and too dangerous to be used. Yet the anti-nuclear movement has made little headway, towards solutions, wonder what the movement is for. Sometimes it's hard to tell, but Lovins has been able to have enormous success with energy companies by being a skillful persuader rather than a mere protester. Instead of attacking nuclear power companies, Lovins is providing alternatives that are more profitable because they do not require huge plants with costs that can run billions over budget. Ah, uh, wake up, Mr. DeVoe. Hmm? You uh, you were in a bit of an accident. Oh, oh God. Oh. But don't worry, no, no oh. cause for concern. Oh, okay. Dr. Moser and I performed a very successful surgery very on you. Very successful. Oh, oh, my God. And you're mostly back to normal. But mostly? Mostly back to normal, yes. We had to replace your heart. And for a moment there, you were lying completely dead on the table oh my god oh, oh my oh my god i just I, I i just i remember leaving the grocery store and that's about it what yes you left the grocery store you were hit by a semi truck oh my god so you're, you're saying i'm sorry did you say you, you had to remove my heart yes we had to remove and replace your heart now unfortunately there were no human hearts available at the time of your accident okay but luckily for you there was an aquarium nearby and we were able to replace your heart with an electric eel. An, an electric eel? Yes, yes, an electric eel. Now, there are some side effects of the surgery that you may experience. Every time you attempt to masturbate, you will experience a severe electric shock. Okay. Um, well, I mean, that's that's unfortunate. Uh, but my, my 
first question before can I masturbate is, uh, is the eel working as an actual heart? That that's my masturbation's important. Don't get me wrong. I, I just before that happens, though, I, I would like to know that this eel is actually pumping blood. We found most of our patients are concerned with whether they'll be able to masturbate after the surgery. So yes, that's you're the, quite unusual in this regard. Oh yeah, I mean, sexual health is important. It's but the top uh, question we get upon patients awakening. That's why we've just started saying it right off the okay. bat, so we have to hear it again and again. Mainly, I'm concerned with uh, you know getting blood into my lungs to get oxygen in it, and then getting that blood to the rest of my body, and then taking that blood back through the heart to the lungs. That's the main well, thing I'm concerned Mr. DeVoe, I think, I think this short video presentation will answer a lot of your questions that you're having here, okay? This, so your heart's been replaced with an electric eel? Yes, correct. The electric eel is one of nature's most fearsome creatures, capable of generating thousands of watts of electricity. So, that's the whole video? As you can see. Yes. I mean, that's, that's, that's just a selection from, like, Craft Brothers creatures. I don't know what... Mm-hmm. So... Do you is have it, a more robust understanding of the eel inside you now? Is it alive inside me currently? Yes. We would never do anything to jeopardize your health or the health of any animal that we transplant into your body. Okay, so don't I have to feed it? You will have to feed it. Yes, actually, you're going to have to do a lot of maintenance with it. Clean its tank. Clean its tank, but it's inside me. Well, it can't exist just in a, a dirty tank. Dirt, dirty, filthy tank. <laughs> is there a tank inside <laughs> me as well? Like a, a, an aquarium? Is that what you're saying? Yes. An electric eel does breathe water, Mr. Okay, DeVoe. Okay, th- okay. Let me, allow me to just replay the, the <laughs> no, no, video. No, 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 I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Are you good. sure? Thanks, A lot no, of no. patients like to watch the video two or three times I, so they I, really I think, understand I it. I think I've got it. Uh, okay, uh, my first question still stands, though. Yes, you can masturbate, but you will experience <laughs> severe electric shock. A lot of electric shocks. All right, so, okay, that's great. Question two, how... Is the eel in the aquarium pumping blood through my body? Mr. DeVoe, in order to explain that to you, you would need rudimentary understanding of very complex medical science. It would take years for you to fully understand the concept of how we're able to put a live electric eel inside of your chest to keep you alive. That's right. Between the two of us, we have over five years of medical experience. That's a lot. Am I free to go? Can I? Well, we're going to want to monitor you for a while to make sure that the eel is doing well in there. This is going to take some getting used to, I guess. You'll get used to the pain with the masturbation right away. I'm sure of it. All right. Other than getting electrocuted when I masturbate, are there any other things I'll have to be careful of? Good. I'm glad you're finally moving past the masturbation portion. Uh, like exercise, uh, uh, like walking, like do I, will I be confined to a chair? Like how is No, this? no, you'll be able to exercise as normal. However, you will experience a large electrical shock when you do it. Okay, so any any physical exertion uh, n- well, shock? Well, yes, but I'd just like to stress that the masturbation shock is a little bit different than the, the exercise shock. Unless you're masturbating while you exercise. Well, why would I... Ma- then the eel might get fooled. So it knows? You're saying it's sentient and knows what I'm masturbating? You can just feel it. It's versus... part of your body now. Ow! Jeez! Ah! Were you thinking about masturbating All just I then? All I did was scratch my testicles. Yes, that completes the electrical circuit. We also had to replace your testicles with some steel ball bearings, which conduct electricity very well. Why did you have to replace my testicles? 
They were squished by the semi-truck. Unrecoverable. Totally unsavable. Oh, is there anything else that's replaced before I get up that I, I should know about? Well, let's see. We told him about the testicles. Mm-hmm. The heart. Did we mention the we mentioned the eel and the heart, right? I believe so. We did. We mentioned. Yeah, Would you I'd like that to watch you? the video? No, no. Let's just put I'm... the video on one more time. <laughs> okay, all right. The eel is one of nature's most fearsome creatures, capable of generating more than ten thousand volts. Does that answer some of the questions you were having? Yeah. Yeah. I. I I mean, I guess. Uh, Would you like to hear the video in another language? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Thank you. Uh, now, does my wife? I'll just go ahead and hit play on Spanish. Does, oh no! Buongiorno. Bienvenue Espanole Electric Eel. I don't think that's ten thousand volto. Now, does my wife know that I've been in an accident? Has somebody called her? Well, yes, as a matter of fact, we have called her. She was very upset. Very upset. Uh, Very upset. We told her right off the bat that if you are to masturbate, you will get this electrical charge. We let her know right up front. Okay. Oh, my God. Well, okay. Now I do actually have a question. What what happens if I have sex with my wife? With your genitals? That would be the hope. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, if I complete the circuit just by scratching my testicles, what happens hmm. if my face is near my wife's face and my genitals are on my wife's genitals? I'm going to level with you. A lot of our patients find themselves unavailable sexually after we're done done with our surgeries. Mm-hmm. They're kind of outcast from their families, sometimes referred to as monsters or freaks. Yes. Having an eel in your chest, especially an electric one, is viewed as repulsive by most Humans. So you're saying I'm, I'm never going to be able to have sex again? Hardly. Hardly. I would just like you to know that your wife, she fought with us. She said, no, there's no way I would leave Justin over this. There's no way. But we were able to convince her that it's best if she moved on. So she just left? Well, we convinced her. She was like, I want to fight for this relationship. I don't care if we never have sex again. I want to help him through his recovery. We said no. And then we played a simple video called Why You Should Leave Your Husband If He Has an Electric Eel for a Heart. Would you like to see the video? I, I don't want to see the other video. Uh, oh, okay, so um, I don't have to pay for this, do I? Well, if you like, we could pluck the eel from your chest. You would go into a death throw, have a, a severe electric shock, and die. That's right. Okay. With the eel in your chest, you stand to live a good four or five more hours. Yes. You can experience life as it was meant to be lived. If you take the eel out in my death throes, hypothetically. Yes, you will be able to masturbate without pain. Let's read one more page from the masterful Tony Robbins. That's right. It's the Lord of the Rings of self-help books. Page 262. Until our mismatcher weighs in, that is. Without fail, he sees things differently from the way we do. While we see the way things fit together, he sees the way they don't. While we get enthusiastic and move along, he jumps in and tells us it's not going to work, and then sits back like a bump on a log, not paying attention to what we see, and instead seeing all sorts of problems we don't want to worry about. We want to soar into the mental ozone. He wants to get back to square one and say, Oh yeah? What about this? What about that? Thank you for joining me at the museum here today. I appreciate that very much. Uh, Now, I have discovered what I believe to be an entirely new species of dinosaur. Oh, my God. So, 
I'd like to unveil the skeleton to you now. As you can see here, it has a skull at the top, some rib bones, two arms, what I'm calling a pelvic bone here, and then two large leg-like legs here. At the bottom of the legs, I'd like you to also note feet. And at the end of the arms, hands. Now, this is the first dinosaur species we've discovered with these exact proportions, so I, I would expect a little more excitement well, from I just, um, I just, I guess I just fellow scientists. A question. Um, first of all, where, where did the specimen come from? Where did you find these, these bones? I dug them out from my backyard. You dug them out of your backyard. It looks remarkably person-like, like a like a mm. like a person, like a like a, a human, like a like not a like like a per. It looks like a person. It looks like a human skeleton to to me, to me, to my to my eyes. It looks like a human skeleton. Doctor Doctor Fleischman, do you? This is a museum of dinosaur bones. Dan has graciously presented us with. A display that I have never seen in my history of studying oh, dinosaurs. Okay, okay. And I have been on digs across the world, South America, North America, West America. And I, for one, am I'm blown away by your tenacity, Thank Dan. Thank you. Okay. Um, I guess I guess where I'm coming from here is I've, as a paleontologist, one of the things I've taken is anatomy, uh, and part of that anatomy was human anatomy. And this is like a picture from the textbook of the human anatomy of what a skeleton should look like. It is, it is a clearly human skeleton. Uh, well, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, we don't know what the flesh would have looked like, what the plumage would have looked like. Perhaps this dinosaur was covered in some sort of scale or, or ah, feathers. Ah, I'm glad you guys brought this up. Because actually, the dinosaur still had some of its skin on it. So I'd like to present you with these. The skin is clearly branded Levi's, as you can see. So, I notice also that in this, shall I call it, a pocket of the skin. If you'd like to. A skin pocket. A pouch, I was calling it. A pocket will work. Like a kangaroo. Yeah, like there appears to be, there appears to be what looks like a wallet. May I uh, pull that out and examine that? Oh, very, very carefully. These could be millions of years old. I will put these gloves on. Okay. Joseph Sinnott, 142 Walnut Avenue, New Jersey. That's the uh, driver's license inside the wallet. Oh, my God. Now, you, you live... N- on Walnut Avenue, do you, do you not? Well, uh, I mean, yeah, Doctor. Uh, I, I'm just. I'm, I, I think I understand what's happening. I think I. I think I might have made an error here. I'm sorry to both of you. Clearly, I've missed out on what's actually going on here, and I feel yes, like a fool. Yes, and we should probably. A time traveler from the future well, has clearly gone back oh in God. time, passed, and been placed, eaten yes, by this exactly, dinosaur. Exactly. Yes, that's obviously what's. Ha- I can't believe I missed uh, that. Okay, Thank you for um, finding it because it's just. I, if I would put this in the museum first. I feel like a total idiot. It would be embarrassing. Very okay. embarrassing. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm just. I'm just saying. Maybe we should call the police. Uh, this. This appears to be a recent thing. Uh, I mean, this driver's license is is only is only ten years old. I mean, 
what if this person was murdered and and buried in your yard? And I mean, you what expect the police to somehow travel back in time and arrest this dinosaur for committing what, the murder? I, like I, a caveman I, cop goes up with his club and says ooga okay. booga. Okay, all right. We're okay. men of science, sir. So you are contending that this is a dinosaur? Yes. And you know what I found even more odd about my discovery beyond the time traveling aspect of it? I did an extensive search of ancient geography. And the place where I found these bones here? In your backyard. In my backyard, yes. There was no known dinosaurs in that territory back then at all. This is truly unique. A unique find. A unique find. Now, how far down was this? Uh, Roughly six feet. Six feet. Roughly six feet. So I estimate the age to be uh, 750 million years. 750. That's six feet. You estimate 750 million. Okay. The strata in this area... I, you it think older? No, well, no it, it, you'd have to go far further down for older. I mean, that's just... What well, like, there could have been erosion from the sea and erosion from wind. You know, that many millions of years ago, all of this land was underwater. Yeah, yeah, but 30 years ago, all of this land was a field, and then they put a development on it. In the development, Walnut Avenue, where you live, they built... They built up the soil. They put the yards down, okay? There's no way that it's only six feet that this thing was there before your development. I actually went back and checked the newspaper records from when they first put in the development of my home. You know what was so unusual? They missed it completely. They didn't find this million-year-old specimen when they were digging up the ground. Lucky for us. Lucky for us indeed. Okay. um, You know what? Uh, I bet... Everyone would want to hear about this, uh, this, this, this dinosaur find of yours. Um, when do you plan to unveil it? I was hoping as soon as possible. Uh, I just think it would be a smart idea, maybe, to invite police to provide extra security just in case people get out of hand. Maybe as a thank you to having the police here, we can have them look at the specimen and the uh, the, the the Levi jeans and the wallet that you found on them. Oh, look, can I take a look at that wallet one more time? Yeah, of course, please. Let me. Oh, wow. This driver's license of the man who was consumed in the past looks remarkably similar to the the computer projections that we've done of what the muscle and bone structure of this, this particular dinosaur would have looked like. Yeah, yeah. Almost like he looks like a person. Very similar. That's so unusual. Could this be a link between man and dinosaur? I think perhaps it Do we could. have to rethink the entire origin of our very species? Perhaps we should. Okay. Um... I'm excited, guys. I'm excited uh, to have this open. I'm excited to have the police here, especially, to look into all this or look at all of this. Uh, I I think you've discovered something great here. Uh, I want to name it after you, Justin. I want to call this the Justin Devoasaurus. I want to send that name out as far and wide as I can so that everybody knows. Ever since I was a child, I dreamed of having a dinosaur named after me. Doesn't exactly roll off the tongue, but... Well, I know, but I... just I gotta throw him a bone here. He's not a very good paleontologist, if I'm being honest. He's never gonna make a discovery like this. Matter of fact, I remember you and I were out on a dig one time, and I'm like, look at these tiny little bones inside of our dinner. And you're like, no, that's chicken wings. Yeah, and yeah, I was just... Yeah. You know, I was I, disgusted was, with that you. That was the day I, I found uh, an ankle bone of, uh, of a rare uh, a dinosaur to prove that they actually ran on two legs instead of... Instead of... Uh, yeah, yes, this two legs. also runs on two legs. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
You just heard a half hour of sketch comedy right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. If you want to check out more content, go to goodimprov.com. You can check out past episodes, read some funny things that we've written, check out what we're doing coming up. Yeah, you can find us on social media at Good Improv. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. We do weekly live streams too, so check it out live if you want to check it out live. Send us a word, uh, listen to some free stuff, send us some money if you want, mail us something. Lots of options. 